Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of Who's in the House, I've got Adam Finch with me. Stick around. They've got, we've got different music for the Who's in the House episodes. Wow. Yeah, we're fancy here. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Who's in the House is a series where we meet the men and women that help keep those systems running, the tradespeople that keep our homes safe and comfortable. Today, I'm joined by Adam Finch. Like I said before, thanks for coming in. No problem. Uh, Why don't you take a second and introduce yourself to the millions of people that are listening. Uh, My name's Adam Finch. I am the install trainer. Um, Recently got that position. There was no trainer before. It was just kind of on-site training, but now I'm going out and training all the new guys, so that's pretty cool. Um, I've been here for five years. Wait, you're the uh, trainer, install trainer for what? For HVAC, sorry. HVAC HVAC install trainer. Got it. Okay. Been here for five years uh i've i've loved it ever since i got here so that's awesome uh did you, you are you originally from utah yeah i was born and raised in provo nice uh, moved to orem now i'm out in eagle mountain nice um what how how was your childhood growing up here in utah you see you're young Er, younger than me and so like what what can what do you consider like your childhood were you like 2000s were you like is that your high school years yeah yeah, yeah. so i was born in 94 <laughs> um okay there we go so but i grew up on a farm so okay. when a farm in provo yeah so, were you like out by the lake or something yeah down okay. by the airport okay um so when people think of me as being like young and all the technology and all that stuff we grew up beating each other with fake lightsabers that we used from broomsticks <laughs> and stuff like that nice so we were still outside playing and working and working since i was eight years old wow uh, out in the fields and stuff like that so so what kind of what kind of farm was it so it was a vegetable farm vegetable farm yeah uh, we started out with a vegetable farm and then we kind of moved more into a specific that uh, we did pumpkins we grew over a million pounds of pumpkins. <laughs> a million pounds of pumpkins. <laughs> we provided them to all the Smiths and Macy's and really? Utah County, Salt Lake County. So started out as pumpkins? Started out as like uh, zucchini, squash, corn. And uh, sell to the local and, grocery stores? Yeah, and then it kind of evolved into just pumpkins. <laughs> just pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> just higher margins and pumpkins. And I would think there's only like a certain time of year, a certain window yeah. for pumpkins. Well, it's an all-year thing. Like we got to grow them so <laughs> then it's true I guess. but there's no income until a month and a half and you get the year's worth in yeah, a month and a half those are that was a busy month and a half wow <laughs> did uh let's see i'm assuming october or like yeah, leading so, up in there so middle of september to octo through october would you like drop out of school during that month and a half to like help no, the, no no uh i mean i would go to school, go to basketball practice, and then come home and work. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Did you have to get up and work before school as well? No, no, not really. My dad kind of wanted us to go to school and take care of our stuff and then come home and help if gotcha. we needed to. So I don't, I don't, in my mind, think of Provo as a farming community. 
but I guess how many, how big was the family farm? It was pretty, so it was a church farm. It was a church farm. Yeah. So it was, it was a pretty big size. Uh, so you guys just ran the farm for the church. Yeah. But we did what we wanted to, but it was the, we had to rent the, uh, round the ground from the, I got you. So the church wanted the land cultivated and Mm -hmm. and used to be productive or fruitful. Yeah. (laughs) Are pumpkins a fruit or a vegetable? They're a vegetable. Are they really? I don't know. <laughs> You're the pumpkin farmer. I don't I don't know. So is it still a pumpkin farm? Uh no, the church sold. Okay. Um so my dad moved more into like hay with the ground that he owned. Um same area though. Same like, area, okay. yeah. And but now he's there's like no ground that he owns except for like what property he had for his house gotcha he's still doing like horses and stuff like that gotcha um how does how does the hay market work here in utah it's pretty good because he has uh so he boards horses so uh we got got like horse stalls yeah he rents out uh places for people to put their horse so he had the horses and he had the hay and so, so he would grow the hay that he would sell to the people <laughs> yeah. to feed the horses that he was like, like boarding we have the furnaces in the hvac shop and we, <laughs> it's like close contact there. all right all right well there you go well that's cool uh well it sounds like you were kind of busy uh growing up how what did you do for like did you have any spare time uh what spare time i had i was playing basketball all through high school uh, since well, before that third grade so you played for provo high or did you just like like basketball i played for provo high yeah um position point guard point guard did you did it turn into anything else or no i had a few offers to go to small colleges but i wasn't interested nah, i broke my back in my sophomore year playing basketball fractured it but yeah still you gotta you gotta say broken back (laughs) (laughs) gotta make the noise too yeah (laughs) you did that playing basketball uh yeah yeah okay tell us a story that sounds good i was i i mean in a really bad kind of way (laughs) no it it sucked i bet uh i took a charge uh and fell flat on my back and I, i felt something i didn't know for sure so I kept playing. Um, I played like five more games on it. And eventually I just, I couldn't even play anymore. <laughs> it hurt so bad. So I went to the doctor and uh, they took x-rays and stuff. And lo and behold, there's a, a crack in my back. And I had a couple herniated discs and bulge disc. So I was in a full body brace for like six months. And... And when you say full body oh, like brace, like torso a, brace, yeah, like one of those yeah. hard plastics, so you can't move your yeah. your spine, and that's not fun to wear in high school. <laughs> mm, I bet. <laughs> yeah, but, but like I mean, you took a charge for the team. I know. I did put y'all my body up, out there? Did y'all end up winning that game? Probably not. That was Probably. my sophomore year. It was a pretty rough year. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, you know, that's oh, man. Was he a big dude? Like, did you go flying or something? Like, was so, it was. I remember it was like a to stop a fast break so people were moving at high speeds and i jumped in front of him at the half court line and he was going like like he was turned like this and turned into it and i was right there took a charge like he lowered his shoulder uh, like, into you? he ran into me hard wow <laughs> but i did get the charge 
That would add insult to injury, <laughs> literally, if you like didn't get the charge. Yeah. They called you for like a you know what what do they call when it's not a charge? A block. Is it a block offensive foul? Yeah. My kid plays basketball, and that's one of his favorite things. He's he's a little bit uh, he's he's a little skinny. He's a little uh, little guy, and but I mean actually, I mean he's taller than me, but like way skinnier than me <laughs> so i call him a little guy but uh he loves like trying to take charges and I, I it never crossed my mind like bro you could end up with a broken back yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's pretty rare but i just wasn't drinking enough milk that day or something i don't think that's how <laughs> milk works i don't think you drink it that day and like oh that's I got what my mom said today. that's what my <laughs> mom said <laughs> better drink all your milk you're gonna break a bone today yeah. wow um, what was the recovery time like? Uh, so I had to take the rest of the season off. Um, like I said, six months in the, uh, brace and I may have gotten out of it sooner, but, <laughs> uh, but even still to this day, I still have back pain. Really? Um, yeah. That sucks. Um, does it, so is it like flare up on you on the job and stuff? Cause oh, I mean, yeah. installing is a physical job. Yeah. I'm pretty sore today because i was in the attic all day yesterday so <laughs> so is it mainly like hurt when you like are hunched over like what movement uh causes it to flare up well anything twisting or if i'm hunched over for a long period of time which mm. in this job is a right. lot of <laughs> wow so all right then i mean you say you've been here installing for five years uh hvac were you in the industry before that, or was this your like first, is this job your first entry into the, the industry? Uh, it was, this is my first time in the industry okay. uh, doing a trade. Uh, I was a personal trainer before this. Personal uh, trainer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went to school, got my license and then tried to get applied. I applied at uh, several gyms and I guess they didn't like me, so I didn't get hired on, which was kind of demoralizing. But then I just ended up buying my own equipment, and my parents were kind enough to let me turn their garage into a gym. And I started uh, training people uh, through there and earned enough money to get uh, all my equipment paid off. And then uh, my brother was like, you just need to come work here. So <laughs> I came, and the rest is history. Huh. Well, let's 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 go back then. Let's Let's figure that journey out so when you were in high school athletic obviously did you know that you wanted to be uh like in like a physical trainer or did that happen like after you broke your back and like walk me through what you thought you were going to be doing I had no idea what I wanted to do in high school <laughs> I, I knew I didn't want to go to college I hated school um did you think you were gonna like be a farmer no, I hated that too. I was kind of lost. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, like I had, uh, I had jobs. I lived in a rural community in, in Georgia and there were lots of small farms around and my stepdad thought it would be a good idea to like talk to all of the local farmers and let them know that like I was available to help. <laughs> so like a lot of my, a lot of my uh, spare time was, uh, baling hay and, yeah. When I first started, I was so bad that like this old farmer there, he, I would, I would sit in the back of the truck. It had like the little baler lifter 
conveyor belt on the side of the truck. And so you drive along, you get these bales. They were small square bales. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of bales y'all do here, but like, anyway, they were small square bales. They'd come up and you'd have to stack the truck. And I was so bad when I first got started that the old guy got out of the truck and made me switch places. He's like, can you just drive the truck in a straight line? I'd never driven before either. So, but Hey, I was like, yes, sir. But I, the, a lot of my high school, I was, it was figuring out like, uh, I don't want to do this when I grow up. Yeah. But okay. So no farmer, no, uh, you didn't want to go to, to like schooling cause you hated school. So how did you settle on? So training, I was still working on the farm when I got out of high school. That was, my main thing and then i was just trying to figure out what to do were you paid for working on the farm yeah yeah he paid me pretty good you had it easy yeah (laughs) i got i started getting paid when i was eight years old and my dad would give me a hundred dollars a year but (laughs) but he would give me it all in ones on christmas so (laughs) so it felt like i had a big stack cash (laughs) so you you were you not only were it was it child labor, but like a hundred dollars a year. That was your salary. Yeah. And you get it on one Christmas. day a year. On Christmas. Hey, you worked good this year, son. And and not only was it it was like he it was like he uh he's like, Well, instead of like buying you Christmas, I'm gonna pay you for working for the yeah, year. Exactly. Did you get presents too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And the older you get, the more you realize like, oh, well, $100 is is not actually that thick of a stack. No. So, man, he just, he was gaming you. He was. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, are you going to like trick your kids and like. Uh, of course. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's how it's perpetuated. Those uh, traditions of our fathers. Yeah. Okay. So, um I don't know how we got on that, but anyway, so you're going after high school, you were working on the farm, working on the farm. And then I just started getting into working out. Um, I was going to the gym every day and then it's like, this is pretty fun. So I looked up how to become a personal trainer, went to school for it and became a personal trainer. Then, uh, ended up buying a bunch of equipment and going from there. Nice. <laughs> it so, failed. <laughs> well, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of little businesses do yeah. sometimes, but Hey, I would think the things that you learned being a personal trainer, like it, do you still like implement those things? Uh, sometimes <laughs> still has. It, it, uh, I did really good when I first got hired on here, when we did the fat loss contest, I won. Um, uh, and then, since then, I haven't really been very diligent in working out, but I did just get a house, so I have been moving stuff from my gym downstairs and creating a little home gym. So, gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, let's talk about uh, your family. Are you married or single? I have a girlfriend. Girlfriend, nice. Uh, got. Where's your house at? You said Eagle Mountain. Is that where you're living now? Yeah. Nice. Uh, is it first house. Yeah. First time home buyer. Mm-hmm. How was, how was it being a first time home buyer in this market, oh, this home market? Yeah. I, well, I'm glad I bought when I did. Okay. It was about a year ago. Ah. And so just before things got like really crazy, cause I've heard horror stories right. in the last, the last like six months or something like that. Huh. And well, that's but, good. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, happened pretty quick, but I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. 
there's it's fun to go home and work on things on your house instead of everybody else's house <laughs> that is fun huh yeah i i've always heard that it was like the 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 cliche is you go out all day and you work on other people's stuff and you don't want to work on stuff at your own house when you come home yeah um uh, i could see that <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to replace my furnace, <laughs> but I you're just the, don't you're have the money HVAC install guy that's got an old furnace. <laughs> I have, well, but I, I did know how to fix it. That's it that's went good. out and I fixed it up, and it's gonna last me another year. There you so. go. <laughs> you just gotta actually right now the furnace only needs to last you what another month or so, yeah, and then you'll be in the yeah. air conditioner season. That's cool. Um, well, let's let's go back. So you're doing your personal training stuff, and you mentioned that your brother said, Hey, you need to come and work here. So, um, who's your brother? What's he do here? So Andrew, Andrew Finch is my brother and, uh, he's a supervisor now. Uh, but when I got hired on, he was in installs and he's the one who trained me and it was really fun. We had a lot of fun working together. <laughs> but, you get along with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. We've always gotten along, but uh, it's kind of fun to, is he older or younger than you? Yeah. He's two years older than me, two years older. Mm -hmm. So he was, he was farming with you as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You always used to curse me cause I had really bad allergies and so I couldn't do the hay. Uh huh. Hay fever. <laughs> yeah. So he, he got stuck doing that while I was <laughs> home. Uh, well, that's how, that's how it goes, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he, he's in installs. He said, you need to come and do this. Did you like, did you like come on the job? How much did you have to talk to him before you decided to come over? Or was it like, eh, I'm tired of being a personal trainer. I'll go do HVAC. Well, I think he, I think he asked me a couple times to come over. I can't really remember, but at one point it's just like, this isn't working out and I don't see a future in this. So I needed something more stable. And Andrew's was telling me how much he loved it here and how fun it is. And so I came in, got interviewed. Well, I did the whole tour and everything and then got interviewed. Who ran the tour back then? Five years ago or whenever you came in, who ran the tour? I think it was Lincoln. Lincoln run the tour. Yeah. Um, and so he gave me the tour. I got interviewed and then I got actually hired that day. And so I just started working like right away. So back then when you started, was your brother still in installs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, so did you get to work with him? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. He trained me. So and we had some good laughs. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Nice. <laughs> um, how, how is the, how long is the training process uh, when it comes to installs? Um, now or then? Yes. Both. Um, let's, let's compare. So then it was just kind of throw you in and kind of see how you swim. Um, where I didn't know anything about a AC or furnace and they just kind of throw you in, teach you a little bit and a lot of it's learning it on the job. Yeah. On-site training. Mm. Um, now it's still kind of like that. Um, but now I'm spending a lot more one-on-one -on -one time with them. Um, I have three days a week where I, if we have a new guy, three days a week where I'm installing with him every day well, for those three days. Sure. And then on the other two days, I'm 
uh, going out doing quality checks, but I'm st- uh, starting off my day in the morning with that person still. So it's consistency because back then it was, you work with four different installers and uh, you had to kind of figure out how they install and how they want it done. And it's kind of confusing, but now it's, this is the way it's going to be done. And this is the way I do it. And this is how any hour wants it done. Mm. So gotcha. I think it's a lot easier now that we have this in place, especially when we're growing as fast as we are. And I think last summer we hired on like five guys in the space of like two weeks. Wow. So it was kind of chaotic there, but it was pretty crazy, but I to get back into it as the trainer. Now, what's something that you, implement what's something that you do now as the trainer that you that you do because you wish that you would have that your brother would have trained <laughs> done it that way does that make sense like have you are does that experience of being a brand new guy that doesn't didn't know anything going through and learning it does that uh aided you in the way that you train and your training system now yeah so i actually got i think i think i was very lucky because i got I had three different trainers. I say I had my brother who taught me, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, speed <laughs> and efficiency, and uh, then I had um, Franco who doesn't work here anymore, but he he taught me how to be a little more patient and a little more meticulous. And then Jose, who works here, he's still in installs, and uh, he taught he fine tuned it. <laughs> Everything I knew, he kind of put his little touch on it. So I, I kind of bundled it all up and created how I install. Um, so I, I like to train like Franco trained and then, uh, but put the speed and efficiency into it as well. And then the fine tune all into how I train. Well, it's funny that you say, uh, speed, because if I think back and I'm remembering correctly, uh, when we did a ride along with uh, Tariq, like didn't, didn't he, wasn't he calling you at the beginning and it was like, yeah, I'm going to beat you today, bro. Yeah. He still can't. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, we got to get Tariq in here to, uh, get his, his side of the story. But, uh, he was, he was a fun one. Um, also speaking of like along for the rides, I'm wondering, see when, when your brother, did his ride along. He, he did that little parkour thing and then it Mm. turned into something where, you know, like the guy that was like filming you for the day, Austin, he wanted, he was like, you're going to do the parkour. You're going to do the parkour. We got to like have a sequel to the parkour. (laughs) Was that a thing? Like, were you guys like parkourers like growing up? No, no. no. Okay. It just turned into a thing. Every once in a while, we just do something random, like you saw in Andrew's videos, just parkour, parkour, parkour. <laughs> okay, I was just—I yeah. didn't know if it was actually a thing or yeah. if it just turned into a thing. It just turned into a thing. Just turned into a thing. Um, all right, so back to uh, training. So, as you have been working here, like, did you ever see yourself when you were growing up? Did you ever see yourself as a, like an HVAC technician or working in the trades? Is that, did I ever cross your mind? Like I said before, I I had no clue what I was going to do with my life. Um, and then 
I got here and now this is what I want to do with my life. This is what so, you want to do, yeah. huh? Wh why? Uh, it's just a great company. Uh, I've, I'm like to think that I'm not stupid <laughs> and I've had a lot of coworkers who have come from other companies and they say that the grass is not greener over there. This is way better over here. And I choose to believe that, uh, cause this is the first company I've worked for. Sure. I haven't worked anywhere else except for on the farm with my dad. Right. Like that's it. And uh, lifting weights in the garage. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, uh, so, and I believe in my brother too, and he believes in any hour wholeheartedly. And so I believe to choose, I, well, I, I choose to believe in any hour and I don't see myself going anywhere and I'm excited to see where we go because mm -hmm. there's a lot of <clears throat> exciting things coming. Um, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. That's awesome. So was it always that way? Like talk to me when you were walking through, um, what, what were the types of things that were going through your head? Like before you did the tour, had, were you already kind of sold like Andrew had like talked you into it and you knew you were coming on if you could get the job? Uh, no, I wasn't a hundred percent sold on it. I didn't even know what to expect. Uh, I came into the meeting back in the old meeting room and <laughs> the tiny one, and the tiny one. And, uh, I don't know. It just felt right. Um, it was stable. It looked like it could be pretty fun. The camaraderie around everybody seemed legit. So <clears throat> I just said, why not? Did you, were you looking or thinking about doing something else? Like, cause I mean, you were obviously looking for, or you were open to the idea of doing something different. Were you thinking about other options besides coming and working here? Were you exploring other things? Not really. No, no. no. Um, like I said, I was a lost individual. Yeah. <laughs> I was, you were a ship lost at sea. I was in my parents' garage. <laughs> you lived in the garage too? And pretty much. I was a gym rat. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. So you've been here. You obviously are a fan of, uh, you know, the company of any hour. Is that, are you such a big fan of this as a, is this being your career because of any hour because of the company that you work for? Or do you think it's because of you, you just really like HVAC work and installing systems? It's the people in the install department that make me want to stay in the install department. Uh, we're like a brotherhood. Um, our group chat is hilarious all the time. Um, we're busting each other's chops all the time. It makes it fun. It makes it fun to come to work and see all the guys. So that's, that's awesome what's that you have that. Here. That's awesome. Yeah. I, it seems like when we do uh, the ride alongs with you guys, there seems to be a lot of fun. You guys have a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we work together like all the other departments. Well, I guess digs, they work together too, but like in HVAC, uh, service department, they're on their own uh, supervisors. They're on their own. And, but like yesterday we had seven guys on that job. Mm seven guys and we were just having a blast even though it was in a horrible attic and pulling flex but we're having fun and those really hard jobs are a little bit easier to stomach when you've got other you know yeah. people like in the trenches with you yeah that makes definitely. it that makes it more fun um 
so when when you have a job like that and you have seven guys on it, I don't actually remember. Were we talking about that particular job before the show started? Yeah. Do you know what we were? I think. Okay. So so that people know. Okay. So tell us about the job that you had yesterday. So as a the customer had a boiler system down in the uh, basement, but they wanted AC up in the main level so so the way that they heated their homes they had a boiler and they had those little radiator yeah things in each room for heat what did they do for they have a swamp cooler or just no air conditioning i don't think they had air conditioning what? at all how do you do that in i the don't summer? know it was clear up in elkridge oh, okay. uh, up on the mountain it was Still. like the last house up there really it was okay. pretty high up there. all right so you go in yeah so we were adding a full system up into the attic from scratch we had to build the platform and um run all the heat runs and all that stuff but the crazy thing is they didn't want the furnace to have heat <laughs> what right now yeah so we didn't run the gas line we didn't run the flue it was just for ac oh and i don't know if that was for the promo that we're doing right now probably or, yeah probably helps. so uh but they still like their boiler so uh, they wanted the radiant heat uh well, it gives and them options ac Dude, that's smart to do it, man. That's, yeah, I don't know. Way to go, Elkridge. Yeah, but yeah, so it was... So okay, where I was going to go with my question, I wanted them to kind of understand the scope okay. of the job. So it was a big job. Is there like one guy in charge of everything running seven people? How does how does the structure of that work? Well, uh, there's not just one guy. I mean, there was... Well, so me and Jose were the leads on the job gotcha um and we kind of orchestrated it gotcha. so uh and then we had wyatt that was there too who's a lead as well i think but um but yeah we kind of group effort it <laughs> that's cool um how long did that job take you we got done at 5 30 so 5 30 yeah good. we killed it that's awesome seven guys well, yeah, so. <laughs> should, get, should get done. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. How you say you've not comp, you've not worked at another HVAC company or another you haven't weren't in the trades before this, but you talk to a lot of people that come from other companies. What are like from hearing what they say and what you experience at any hour? What what would you say the difference is? Um, the camaraderie and the structure. I think that's the biggest things that I hear about. Like uh, guys don't get along at other companies? Oh, well, they do, but it's not like this. It's not as tight. Yeah. Um, some of my best friends, like outside of work, are from work. Um, I don't think that happens very many places. Um, and then uh, the structure, I've heard a lot of complaints about things just being chaotic. There's no uh structure to anything there is just kind of mm. do your own thing or here it's like we got it down to a, a science gotcha what would you say is uh your favorite thing about what you do i love training people like i was a personal trainer before i like helping people um so this job that i got now is almost like a dream job for me i love to see someone go from completely green to in their own truck to mastering the trade. Um, I think that that's the coolest thing for me. Uh, it hasn't really happened yet. No <laughs> one's mastered it yet. 
Tariq's <laughs> close, I guess. <laughs> so, I, I mean, how much do how much do the installs change over the over the years as far as like d- different technologies, different systems? Like, are there intricacies there that you have that you're constantly having to train and learn? Yeah, so there's always new stuff, new thermostats, new uh, variable speed motor. All all of this stuff is new, and we have to stay on top of it. So, do you like the learning aspect of it? Yeah, like learning new stuff, or do you do you wish it was like repetitive and just go in and? No, I like I like learning new stuff, especially if I can learn on the job. (laughs) I I don't like sitting in a classroom. Don't like the book learning. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. What would you say if, cause I mean, you, you said yourself, you didn't see yourself going into the trades. You weren't quite sure what to do. There's lots of people out there that are like, you know, in a similar situation that aren't sure, you know, what they want to do as a career. Do you have any advice for them? Get in a trade, <laughs> get in a trade. Why, yeah. why, why is that your advice? Well, it's just cause, uh, anything with working with your hands, it's going to help you in your life, like getting dirty, getting physical. Um, it helps with, I don't know, like if you're feeling down about yourself, you get in and you, uh, repair something or you fix something or you build something, it builds you up and gives you a little bit of direction and see if you like this, if you don't like it, then go figure something else out. But it's, I would say it's easy to get in and, um, it's worth it in the long run if you can stomach it, I guess. <laughs> what, uh, I think I know that uh, what your answer would be here, but how important would you say to those people that are like thinking about what to do? How important is it that you pick the right company or is it just get into the trades period? Uh, however you can get your foot into the door or do you think it's important to find the right company as well? Well, it's, definitely uh important to get into the right company but if they're not hiring right now or something else that comes up uh, get your foot in the door get some experience because i know a lot of the people that worked here have worked other places and they come here and it's like an eye opener or they have some experience and they're able to progress a little faster so don't just sit around waiting for a the right company, you know, I, I would say get in, get dirty, get figuring things out. And then when you do find the right company, stay there and be loyal and help it grow. How do they know that they found the right company? Uh, it's just a feeling, I guess. <laughs> like, honestly, different like, strokes for different folks. So yeah. there, there could be people out there that, that yeah. are happy where they're at. Yeah. There's some people that love the chaos of a company. They love to do their own thing. And, all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I, I like the structure. I like knowing what I'm getting into every day. I know who I'm going to be working with every day. Um, I enjoy working with the people I work with every day. Um, that, I think that is the right company. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy coming to work, I think that's the right company. Maybe the important thing is just to like, let people know that like, if you are somewhere and you enjoy what you do, but you don't necessarily enjoy how that company is doing it, that there are other options out there. So if you, if you don't feel like, or if you wish that your group of your fellow coworkers were more friends, you know, or tighter that way, 
that that does exist out there. If you are driven crazy by the chaos of like showing up to the, you know, to the office in the morning and not knowing what's going on or the people that are running things, not really knowing what's going on, that the opposite of that exists somewhere else. And so, uh, you know, once you find something that you like doing, finding an organization that can give you that opportunity to grow and be the best you can be at it, uh, is something that you can, that you can find out there. Uh, all right, cool. Well, somebody that wanted to, that was thinking about coming and working at any hour, what would you say to them? Do it a hundred percent. I've referred my best friend. I've referred my cousin and I've referred a bunch of people at home Depot. (laughs) Yeah. Do you refer everybody at home Depot or only the ones that seem helpful? (laughs) The only ones that seem helpful, I guess. (laughs) No, if anybody ever comes up and asks me like, how's any hour, I'm always come check it out. Do you get that a lot? uh, Yeah. I've gotten that quite a bit. Um, especially at the contractors or home Depot. Um, but I've had neighbors come up. I've had customers ask, uh, that I've referred. Um, and I would, anybody who's looking to work in a trade, uh, this is the place. (laughs) Honestly, it is amazing. I love it. It's fun. They know what they're doing. They have a vision. We're not shrinking We're growing and sky's the limit for any hour. So if you can get in, get in, um, uh, even if you have to come in multiple times, uh, just keep coming because it's worth it in the long run. That's awesome. Uh, before we wrap up the show, first off, thank you for, again for coming in and, yeah, and no chatting with us. Is there is there anything that you were, as you were thinking about coming in, you're like, I really have to make sure that I say this or that I give a shout out to these peep, people? Mm, not no, really. Nothing. Shout out to install crew. Shout out. <laughs> I feel like you've got two things you could do right now. You could explain to us what the heck we just heard <laughs> and why we heard it, or you just let it go and everyone's going to be like, what? Hey, I'm going to let it go. And if you know, you know, well, but I got a couple, of, I, got, I got a couple of questions. Like, uh, say, do the noise again. Okay, so is it like a a dog having his tail stepped on? No. Is it a rooster? No. <laughs> is it like uh, the wheels spinning out on the truck? No. No. None of those things. No. It's just a noise. Well, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Okay, so before you go, we've got uh, one thing left to do. We have a segment that we like to call Don't Judge Me. Lightning round. I'm going to give you just a a series of either or types of things. I'll name two things, this or that, and you pick one. You ready? Okay. Spicy or mild? Mild. Water or soda? Water. Country or pop? Pop. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Summer or winter? Summer. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Football or basketball? Basketball. (laughs) I knew that one. (laughs) No hard feelings for basketball. Do you still play, even though you broke your back? I haven't played in a while, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. TV or movies? 
TV. <laughs> Why was that hard? Because <laughs> I like movies, but oh. I like TV too. Fair enough. Uh, Jim and Pam or Dwight and Angela? Jim and Pam. Okay. Um, the Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Bachelor. <laughs> I haven't watched either. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, bath or shower? Shower. Pedicure or manicure? Pedicure. Manicure. I don't know which one's which. Well, you're manicure. looking at your fingernails, yeah. and, and so I, I assume that's the one you manicure. like. Well, I've never had either one, oh. but my nails need it. But you were like, my if I were going to do something, <laughs> I would do it with yes. my fingernails. Okay, I believe that's is, that's manicure, right? Yeah. Austin would know. <laughs> no one knows. We were like, let's ask manicure or this pedicure. Is, this is how I remember. I use Seinfeld. Do you guys, either of you watch Seinfeld? I've not anymore. It. No one watches it anymore. Seinfeld's a classic. You've yes, seen, but I've you've seen, seen it, Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. So one of the jokes is man hands is one of the episodes is about a, oh. a woman with man hands, and so I remember manicure, man hands. It's the hands. That's a good. Uh, were they making that joke in the no, show? I just, you just, just connected that way. Yeah, I think I remember pedicure as we are bipeds, like from science, like peds, like two feet we're not quadrupeds you're smarter than me i'm i'm referencing seinfeld science you're a scientist actually once i said quadruped i was like i think i might be making this stuff up don't know if that's true anyway okay uh you said manicure let's uh uh flowers or chocolate chocolate pizza or burgers pizza does pineapple have any business being on pizza no no you're the first no I don't like pineapple in general. So you just don't think pineapple belongs on and anything. I, and I listen to Gordon Ramsay and he says no. He said no? Yeah. I love pineapple on pizza. That It is a polarizing thing out in the interweb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. But you're a no because you don't like pineapple. Do you think that like the people, well, what's Gordon's uh, reasoning? Do you remember? I don't. He just says it doesn't belong there. Oh, and you just blindly parrot what he says. Duh. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Right. That's the show. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. Uh, if you would like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House.